still, sometimes I think, what the hell am I doing with my life? Like, I'm coming here, it's not even a class, I'm just coming here voluntarily to wrestle other men. Like redneck fight. Yeah. You ever get the feeling that everything in America is completely fucked up? You know that feeling that the whole country is like one inch away from saying, that's it, forget it. Let's see. Thanks, Mr. Uh, now look, here's a house full of bees. Like you think the honey badger cares? It doesn't give a shit. Listen, let's get one thing straight. Guns don't kill people. I treat my bitch like an ATM card. I'm in a building and I'm feeling myself. I'm feeling myself. I'm in a building and I'm feeling myself. I think some apologies are in order. Who's that? Bay Area rapper Mac Dre. Mm. Have we played him before? I don't think so. I could go back and look. I don't think so. We played, no, we played Cougnut uh, when uh, Gabe was here. Oh, okay. Um, Mac Dre, I've heard you talk about him before. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's artists who write music and the lyrics and the there's a message and the, the sentiment of the song mm-hmm. is, you know, very important to them. And he's not that. <laughs> yeah, maybe he is. I don't know. But when I listen to his music, I feel like it's just like every once in a while you got to give yourself a pass. And just listen to music that right. bumps, you know? Just yeah. makes you feel exactly good. Dude, speaking of good feelings... There's every once in a while a song like that comes out where it's like the latest dance craze. Uh, remember uh, Quad City DJs? Come on, ride the train. The train song. Was that a dance? Oh, was it like a line dance? No. It was like a 90s. When, when was the period where line dancing broke into hip-hop? Music. <laughs> is this a dream you had? I, I don't <laughs> no, remember it's a this. thing. Yeah. Really? Like, yes. Huh. Weird. Well, yeah. What was the Ride the Train dance? Uh, Quad City DJs. Uh, I'm trying to think of what it is. It's, um, was it? The, uh, Come on, the Ride train. the Train. Right. Exactly. Ride it. But it was like one of those songs that comes out that it's, uh, it's like in the same vein as, uh, Whoop, there it is. It's like this one hit wonder, and it it's like total mania for whatever, for two months. And it just disappears. Yes. Oh, It's just yes. like, it's so like... No, this was... It's like badass. <laughs> Undeniable. Dude, it's like the electric slide. Yeah. It was a line dancing thing. Is it? I think so. <laughs> Dude, how can you not have fun with this play? Totally. And so here's the thing, is that me and all my snooty punk rock friends is, 
we would see each other, you know what I mean? I'd see if someone hadn't seen in like two weeks. And I remember like someone, I remember hearing this song, I'm like, damn, dude, that's a fucking groove. That's a good song. Yeah. Like, I just, I don't listen to music like this at all. Yeah. And then like bumping into a friend, he's like, dude, you hear that train song? It's like pretty good, right? <laughs> I was like, dude, exactly. <laughs> of course, like leave it to punk rockers to just not really, you know, well, I shouldn't say that, but not be too snooty. Then again, right. there are plenty of snooty yeah. punk rockers, oh, so yeah. never mind. I love that. Dude, you have a great appreciation for pop music that I really appreciate. Oh, yeah. Because I, I do, too. With some good, a good written pop song, I'm, I'm into it. I don't care. I, I, I think I'm even probably more open-minded than you, though. Yeah, probably. I have, there's a few songs or artists that I want to play on the podcast, and I'm like, oh, he's, he's not ready. Yeah, I'm still not buying Gangnam Style. Were you guys trying to get me to listen to that song? I was like, this song sucks. Great video, though. Video is very entertaining. Have you... um, Oh, dude. (laughs) My son was at the the gym yesterday, Mm -hmm. and he was doing... Right before the little kids class Mm -hmm. starts up. I'm so glad I remembered to tell you this, because I was like, don't forget to tell Matt this. They're running around just playing tag or doing whatever, and right. he was pretending he was an airplane. And yeah. the other guys were too, and they're shooting at each other. And then he's like, ah, I don't get it. All. He's like, he comes running around right in front of me, he goes, I'm a Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Like, like, hey, bud. Hey, come here. Hey, little Mexican uh, kid, come yeah. here. <laughs> you can't just yell stuff yeah. like that out. Don't, don't say that out loud. <laughs> I look over at Eli. He's like, Jesus. <laughs> That's amazing. I know. Um, speaking of little kids, have you heard... Okay, this is... this is today's, today's episode is going to be a little bit off the beaten path. Okay. We are going to... I be, like it. We're going to be plunging some toilets and putting out some fires. Oh, boy. All right. Um, kind of a potpourri, exactly. All right. <laughs> so you've heard the story about the woman in Alabama who stopped her car allegedly to pick up a toddler that was wandering by itself on the freeway. No. Oh, good. Okay. So there's this story that's like all over mainstream news. Okay. Right now, this woman, um. Did I have a video? There was a toddler walking on the freeway? So according to Carly Russell, this woman in Alabama, okay, she was driving down the freeway and saw a toddler on the side of the road. She stopped. Was it wearing one of those orange vests and picking up trash? <laughs> the age limit hey, for that lady, is. get off me! <laughs> it's the short construction worker. <laughs> So she uh, stops to help the child, and this is all from her. The only thing we know about this is her story so far. She stops okay. to help the child. Because <laughs> my skepticism gene. <laughs> she gets abducted. With the child. Well, all we know is she was, the police found her car. Okay. Uh, it was on, I think, when they found it. And then she was missing for... I want to say two days. Okay. And then I'm just scrolling down through this article to see if it says, because, yeah. Okay, so let me... So then, let me, let me, after two days, okay. she returns home. There was a statewide search going on for her. 
What about the toddler? She returns home and doesn't talk to anybody. And just and then finally today her parents came out and, and spoke. But all they said was like, Leave her alone. She's been traumatized. She was there was definitely an abduction and uh, how old is she? She is she lives with her parents. Probably uh she's a twenty five year old nursing student. Hmm. Hmm. Okay, um, wait, wait. I keep asking about this toddler. Oh, well, she, she looks like a fucking handful. I gotta be honest. <laughs> <laughs> there is no evidence of a toddler. So why are we talking about a toddler? Because in her story, her story is she she saw, sees saw a, a toddler. toddler in the freeway. She pulled over to help the toddler. Yeah, they kidnapped her. Yes, and well, she hasn't spoken out except that what she told the police. <laughs> She hasn't said anything since she came home. Okay. So there's video of Was her. Was the toddler wearing a MAGA hat and carrying a noose? <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what it sounds like. <laughs> and he happened to be Nigerian. <laughs> so the, let's see, where was I going with that? Oh, there's video footage, just to put a little bow on this. There's video footage of her car pulling over with its hazard lights on and driving down the shoulder of this very busy road. It's nighttime, so you can't really see. But from what you can see, you definitely do not see a toddler anywhere in, in the has screen. Has anyone reported a missing toddler? No. In that time? Okay. Nor has anyone else on this really busy road seen, seen a, a toddler. toddler walking on the side of the road. <laughs> and the distance that she drives in her car, it's like a quarter mile with her hazards on slowly in the like emergency lane. Maybe the toddler was running. <laughs> Maybe the toddler was really running fast. so fast that you couldn't see it on the video. You solved it. Oh, okay. So, uh, this, I love I love it when we do true crime. This is going to be just like a guilty pleasure for me <laughs> to follow this story and see what happens because obviously there was no toddler, right? So, what happened? Why did she pull over? Was if she was abducted, why the story about the toddler? That's if the, she wasn't abducted, what did she do for two days in the woods and leaving her car with the car had uh by the way, everything but her food in it. So whoever abducted her left her wallet, her phone, took her food, and her. <laughs> <laughs> the the most perplexing part about the story is the toddler because i mean okay so i'm i'm obviously calling bullshit on this on this entire thing yes but you can't come up with a better story than that like i pulled over like it's it's so out there nonsensical i agree it's just like you, you're kind of poking holes in your own story before you even get the whole story out because right right when you said that <clears throat> she was on the freeway and she pulled over to save a toddler i'm like how how would that happen? How does a toddler get on the freeway? Yes, yes. you and I like, watch the news in the, from the same mindset. Right. But this story is, everyone is paying attention to the story right now. And I think that the reason is because of, well, I think it's because of the toddler mention. Because mm-hmm. my own wife said to me, oh, I heard about that. Isn't that scary? And I was like, like, no, it's not. I, well, not I, was, I was confused because I honestly, I, I don't, it's hard for me to put myself in the shoes of someone that would watch that story and actually be think that there wasn't some yes, bullshit happening. It, it's like right? someone asked, you know, I'd have to talk about, isn't that crazy, the whole Jesse Smollett thing? You're like, 
Yeah. It, really? Are you buying that? Right. I, was, I, got, I got 10 seconds into the, hearing that on the radio. I was like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> that didn't happen. Right. So, yeah, as soon as I hear that story, and th- before I have gotten to the point I have now where I've been paying attention to it for two days, like the very, very first time I heard it, I was like, nope. Uh-uh, that did not happen She's that way. lying. Lying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Gertrude was like, oh, isn't that scary? And I was just kind of like, wait, wh- what part is scary? Well, that, you know, something like that could happen. I'm like, what do you think happened? Because <laughs> I don't know what happened. Right. But the thing that I know didn't happen is that no... It's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> there was no... A lot of what she said was not true. Right. And so, and if you're lying about one thing, yes, then, right. so it's not scary, but it's very interesting to me. I'm very curious what did happen. Yes. Um, I mean, I'm not gonna, you know, lose sleep over it, but uh, yeah, I just thought that was kind of a good uh, little distraction. I like that. I think we should follow this. We will. Yeah, be a good palate cleanser from all the. This was also dark a good. Shit. This is also a good litmus test to bring up to people to see what their reaction yes. is. You know, it's just like how we had the litmus test of like. We, we just threw it out there to uh-huh. as many people as we could. Like, who do you think killed, killed JFK? And it's just it was such a good barometer for the way that people's brains work and how they took in information and the way that they perceived. I don't know the past and the and the role or the, the scope and power of our deep state, I guess, or whether they even thought that it existed at all, or whether or not they trust you to ask them any sort of a question that isn't loaded. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> There's that. Hats off to those people, by the way. They definitely <laughs> no, have their antenna. No, out for... no, 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 <laughs> I'm not no, falling for that no, shit again. No. <laughs> <laughs> I've fallen for you guys' bullshit way too many times. <laughs> not doing it again. I don't talk to you guys about anything anymore. So, if we're using the template that you set out uh, last week in a slightly different way, it's uh, X plus Y equals what's the response to this question about this story? I like that. So, if the question, and I think the question is, do you hear about that uh, lady in Alabama? Mm-hmm. I think that's all you got to say. Right. Oh, the one that was abducted? Because then you get you know, don't lead anything out, right? Just right. the lady in Alabama. Yeah. Oh, the one that was abducted with that toddler on the freeway? Um, it would be also good, I don't know what, the, what the, the, the chosen phrase would be, but to also play my other game, to preload the phrase in your mind. Like, I got to get them that's to say. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I'm getting at. No, that's the game I'm I talking about. I have to get them to say. I gotta get them what to is say the phrase. response? Oh, geez, I got to think. <clears throat> It can't be, uh, isn't that scary? Because that would be, uh, we'd be essentially making fun of my wife at that point. I, I will not allow that. <laughs> she doesn't listen anyways. Um, yeah, I got to think about that one. The answer would be, it's so non-political. Well, but she's African-American, so. Yeah. And everything's political. And that's true. Everything is Everything's political. political. All right, we got to think about this. Um, should we put money on, or put a beer on the line as to whether or not Al Sharpton gets involved in this case somehow? Ooh, it might be kind of interesting. He's uh, it, it would have to get a certain amount of press first because that guy is a oh. complete press whore ambulance chaser, dude. Put type Alabama into Google right now, don't even into dildo, don't even. Go to the news tab and just see okay. if anything comes up. Because it, it seems to me like this is a big, big story. Hey, Alabama's touring again, by the way, the band. Nice. Okay, we got to go. Hmm. 
All right, we're going to track this story. No news. We're probably not recording again, though, until... Next week. Next week. So this is going to... I'm going on another vacation. Life is rough. <laughs> I don't want to go anywhere. Oh. Uh, Carly Russell timeline. Investigation continues after missing Alabama returns home. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. There you go. Mm-hmm. How many... How far down were you when you found that? That is, that's from MSN. That is the fifth article down. Yep. I'm going to have some fun here. See, this is good because while this might not be what you would refer to as an important story, Mm -hmm. it is not dark and depressing um, like our last podcast. I got a text today Mm -hmm. from our buddy who said that... uh, Spa where Carly Russell worked ecstatic over safe return. Yeah. Well, Carly Russell's parents tell today police continue to pursue her abductor. They are they are hell bent on that story being true. Yeah, by it's the all way, true, huh? Yeah. The, the, her parents believe it's hundred. Her mom true. just released a statement: "We will not be bullied." Who's bullying her? People like us, I guess. <laughs> Podcasts. <laughs> Some jerk-off podcast in California. Our buddy texted me today. He goes, I love how someone recommended Matt talk about uplifting matters. Then he goes, fucking dark. <laughs> that podcast fucked me up. So glad I listened. <laughs> You're welcome, sir. <laughs> All right. Um, we will be following in the story. So, All right, I got one here for you. Speaking of, so I'm just going to go through a few. What, what do you think? What do you think is behind the psychology of someone that abducts themselves? It's narcissism, right? Yes. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. It's, it's an attention it. grab. That was the Jesse. That's why when thing. I saw her picture, I was like, she looks like a nightmare. Yeah. It's just she has that look, and that's the and all of as to uh, quote Adam Carolla, all roads lead back to narcissism, which I've found to be true. It's when you see bizarre behavior like this or like a juicy smoulet, you're like, it's just a narcissism thing. It's like, I, I don't have enough attention. I need more attention. Wow. And all I roads? Don't, I don't know how to get it. I mean, can all the, the shit that we're in right now be linked back to narcissism? No, no. But I mean, just as far as individual behavior yeah. in a lot of ways. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. Um, Narcissism's not claiming, uh, making climate change, for example. You believe in climate change? <laughs> So, uh, speaking of COVID, um, I just came across an article that made me furious about people that are still wearing masks or saying that (laughs) masks are no big deal. Just, you know, throw the mask on. I love it. You know, what's the big deal? It's not going to kill you to wear a mask. Like how many times did you hear that? It wouldn't it's kill like me to wear a, a clown wig around too. But like, why? Why I, I could just do neither. Well, masks may not kill you, but they could actually have an effect on your psychology and keep you from smiling to the point where you would have to relearn how to smile. COVID masks stop people from smiling. They're taking less. Oh my god, dude! So the Japanese are having to learn how to smile again after wearing masks during COVID. <sighs> Look at this chick. Look at these people. <laughs> these Japanese people are Is there a talk literally... about smiling? <laughs> yes. It's a, cla- a smiling class? Yes, complete with a uh, 
slideshow on the musculature of the face that uh, shows you how to use it. Apps that are being presented to help you see yourself smile because apparently mirrors aren't a thing in Japan. Realtor.com. <sighs> it's weird, right? Yeah, uh, that's yeah, that's an understatement. But it is a like a clear example. I'm not. I'm why not, wearing a mask is actually it can actually be harmful. I'm not buying. I'm not buying that this is real either. I'm with you there, but okay. the Japanese are very weird. That's and true. This could be a real thing in Japan. Okay, we know that it masks fucked up kids mm-hmm. in many ways, and it wasn't just because they were breathing their own breath. Like right. being able to relate to people using facial expressions and nonverbal communication, all that was greatly hampered. And kids in their developmental years need as much normal input as they can get or else right. it causes psychosis. And it's a very small window to right. take in all that input. That's why we always say, like, it, there's not much you can do to make your kid great, but it's very easy to fuck your kid up. Right. And if you are willing to experiment on your kid, I would recommend starting with putting a mask on them mm-hmm. all day long. And they're going to end up in this Japanese video of fucking learning how to smile again. Yeah, between that and injecting them with experimental gene therapy, <laughs> you're to a great start for fucking your kid up. God. Especially if you're one of those parents that volunteered their kids for the trials. Oh, my God. Of the vaccine. What do you do with people like that? Those people are child abusers. Yeah. I think you put them in a wood chipper. <laughs> a little extreme. <laughs> is it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think it is. Okay, it is. But they definitely deserve a good uh, beating, maybe. I mean, that is child abuse. Experimenting on children, your own children. I mean, you have to be a fucked up individual to think that that's acceptable. I, I think using your child as a political statement is borderline. Which I see quite a bit. Which is what there. it was. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. It wasn't. It all roads lead back to narcissism. Mm-hmm. It's like someone. I always the metaphor I always use is like when someone tells you, "Well, my cat's vegan." It's like your cat licks his own asshole. Your cat doesn't <laughs> care what he eats. You want people to think it's about you. You want to tell people that your cat is vegan. That's that's what this Did is your about. Your cat tells you're you? fucking mentally ill. Your cat doesn't speak English for starters. So I don't know how we would communicate to you that he doesn't eat meat. <laughs> This is about you because you're a narcissist and you are mad at your stepdad or whatever it is. <laughs> it's like this represents something in your life where you have some kind of locus of control and power that your cat's vegan. And it's the saddest fucking thing I've ever seen in the world. Why am I talking to this hypothetical person? <laughs> I would never let the conversation get this far down the road in real life. All right, what's your next story? <laughs> you talking to the person that's not sitting in that chair right there is not as weird as someone telling you <clears throat> their cat spoke to them. You used to see the shit I say when you're not here. <laughs> Which chair do you speak to? <laughs> I talk to them both. <laughs> Why are you guys ganging up on me? I can't believe you guys got divorced. <laughs> it's all about you. <laughs> all right. Time to get serious. Matt? Yep. Oh boy. See, we haven't done this <laughs> on Liberty Tree, but we're going to now. Okay. And I think you're going to like it. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. I don't have theme music for it, but if I did, I'd play it right now. We on Liberty Tree are about to talk politics. Politics? Politics. Okay. Literal politics. Literal politics. 
Horse race politics. Uh, is that the politics of horse racing, or is this a inside? No. Okay. No, that is a euphemism for the presidential race oh. that's coming up. All right. <laughs> and you so. said you didn't have theme music. <laughs> All right. Okay, <clears throat> lay it on me. All I right. know very little about what's going on right now. Okay, good. Okay. That'll keep you from interrupting <laughs> me, probably. Um, <laughs> so, do you know who our president is? I do. Okay, so that guy, he's a, Joseph... He's a clone of a senator that was prominent in the 80s. Correct, correct. <laughs> I think we're on the fourth or fifth generation right now. If yes. you look at the videos of the earlobes, it's actually pretty obvious. Mm. And since we're on like the seventh Clearly. generation copy mm. of him, that's why we're seeing him glitch out so much. Yeah. It's like making a copy of a copy of a copy. Yeah, which, what those photos must be also, because none of them are ever very clear. I don't you know if you've right. noticed. Okay. <laughs> Much so, like uh, Bigfoot. Exactly. <laughs> that guy just moves so fast, I guess. Uh, so, you know, we were recently up in... Bigfoot country? Bigfoot country. Yeah. Right? And I had this thought, because someone had asked me... That would be a good cover name name for a cover band of Big Country. Bigfoot country? If you're from the Northeast <laughs> or Northwest, pretty, I mean. Pretty good. <laughs> you dress like Lumberjacks and play the song Big Country. <laughs> but someone asked me, like, did you see Bigfoot? They're joking. I'm like... No. Well, kind of, to be honest, because think about it like this. Okay. What do you mean by Bigfoot? Because I saw a, podi- a podiatrist's office. Mm. So as far as Bigfoot, the industry ah. and the tyranny of yes. podiatry. Oh, my God. I, I mean, so I don't know. I mean, we've been talking about that for years on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. that, was kind of our g- that was kind of our jihad, why we started this podcast. <laughs> and the, and the tyranny of podiatry is why we eventually, uh, why we initially started this podcast. But if you're talking about the oversized primate, No. <laughs> So, <laughs> sorry, I want to interrupt you. <laughs> All right, if you're going to interrupt me, it better be with shit like that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. All right, so there is a presidential election right around the corner. Mm-hmm. A little over a year away. We currently have a guy who resides in the White House who is allegedly the president. That's his title, anyways. He allegedly is in the White House. Yeah. No. We call him the president. Mm-hmm. That is his title. He wears the badge, whatever. He probably has it. It's on his license. I'm smelling what you're stepping in. And uh, he's going to be running for re-election, as one does. <laughs> he, he might think he's running for a re-election. <laughs> I'm afraid God has other plans. <laughs> this could be true. However, right now he is running, and that's what he says. <clears throat> And he's leading in most polls, depending on on the poll. Okay, mm, right. Uh, as the Democratic nominee, are these the same polls that told us that he got eighty one million votes? Uh, no, probably not. <laughs> okay. Because they, depending, there's a million fucking polls out there, and I'll, I'll pull them up in a second if you want. But it de- I don't know. The okay, poll, the polls are the polls. Whatever. I got you. you. Know, this guy is uh, is leading in most polls on the in the. Democratic primary run, um, although there are polls that show Kennedy mm-hmm. ahead of him, mm-hmm. Robert Kennedy. Um, we have a situation in our country right now, though, where the stakes have gotten so high with this election. Right. Like they say every year, this is the most important election of your lifetime. And sadly, it's true. Mm-hmm. We're at a point right now with whoever wins the next election is probably going to 
just completely nuke the losers of the election, like yeah. they do in third world countries, right? Information disorder syndrome. Exactly. Yeah. So the president that's in the White House now is, I gotta, say, I gotta think Joe Biden is asleep right the now. Le- <laughs> is the least popular president. He is. That we've ever had. I have seen those polls. He's in the 30s, I think. I have not seen the poll, but I would just guess. I mean, just based on what you, the walk out the front door test, have you ever seen someone with a Biden shirt on? <clears throat> I mean, if you did, wouldn't you just walk up to them and just go, ha, <laughs> <laughs> just laugh in their face? Yeah, there's not a lot. Uh, well, we, we've always said this before. Like, no one... No one's a Biden supporter. They're just not Trump people. Right. That's that's what we have. Right. But other presidents, I mean, and I got to say, even the people that I know that were jerking off into a ceiling fan when Biden got elected because it was just a new beginning, even the like diehard lefties that I know in my real life are saying like, uh, he's it's just not good. It's just he's not he can't he can't do the job. Obviously. Or you get the. I love this rationalization when you point out, like, <clears throat> do you think uh, Biden's doing a good job? Like, well, it's a tough job. It's a tough job. And I mean, really, it doesn't really, the president really doesn't make a lot of decisions. I'm like, then why were you fucking celebrating? Why were you so moment? worried about Trump? Why are you so worried about Trump? <laughs> the guy doesn't actually do anything. Yeah, I know. That goddamn double standard. You I see always people say, wearing MAGA hats, though, even to this day. Mm-hmm. You see Obama stickers, even to this day. Mm-hmm. Like, Obama was a popular motherfucker. I saw a Warren sticker. <laughs> Elizabeth Warren is more popular than Joe Biden, and that is fucking sad. Mm-hmm. Right? So nobody likes him. He's the guy that uh, created the 94 crime bill. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about that. Go ahead. So here, I want to clarify something from the last podcast. All right. Is uh, I had a couple of discussions. People were brought stuff up that we brought on, that we listened. We were talking about how they couldn't find the cocaine in the White House. And they're like, well, is it, I mean, what, how big of a deal is that someone's using cocaine? I mean, really, is it, that, mm-hmm. is it worth making that big of a deal? I was like, ah, okay. I think you're misunderstanding. Maybe I didn't, wasn't clear enough with what we were talking about. Or maybe we didn't give the background. I don't care if people do cocaine. I don't care if people do drugs at all. I think jailing nonviolent drug offenders is fucking barbaric. I think everyone should try drugs. I think actually drugs are really good in a lot of ways, and you should try them and experiment and stuff, you know, and don't let it become a problem or whatever. And if someone wants to use cocaine, I'm not going to clutch my pearls in some weird religious right-wing thing. What I have a problem is <clears throat> is that the guy in the White House that's supposedly in charge of the White House and we find cocaine in there, which I can only assume is from a son who is a raging fucking drug addict. And Joe Biden is part of the 1994 crime bill and him and Strom Thurmond, mm-hmm. like diehard segregationist till mm-hmm. the day he died, mm-hmm. said that the worst thing that ever happened to America was a civil rights movement. Strom Thurmond and Joe Biden made that 1994 crime bill to make excessive penalties for crack cocaine because they knew that it disproportionately affected the black community. And we have people that had that same sub- substance that they had in the White House that no one can figure out you know, where it was because apparently there's no... You know, they had enough cameras 
at the Capitol, they got every single person that was involved in January 6th, mm-hmm. but they don't, they don't have enough cameras in the White House to figure out who yeah, brought in a bag of cocaine. <laughs> Matt, the White House was built in like 1815. Uh, they, didn't, de- they didn't have cameras that's back a, then. They didn't have electricity. Obviously, didn't think about that. <laughs> yes. What I have a problem is, is the hypocrisy and just the glaring, like obvious, just kicking sand in your face, as you were saying in the last episode, of just this caste society. Of like you have the mm-hmm. political elites, we can do whatever you want. And the same people are saying like, yeah, so what? We're use some cocaine. Fuck off. Like you're yeah. gonna buy my story that we can't figure out who used it. I'm the same guy that with Strom Thurmond, like outright racist, like said we wrote this 1994 crime bill, and there's people sitting in jail still to this day, decades and decades in a fucking cage for using that exact same substance that they found in the White House. That's why I bring that up. Yeah. Well, and in case this is uh, <clears throat> shocking. The exact same thing happened during Prohibition. Shocking. They threw people in jail. People were killed. You know, lives were lost over alcohol. And meanwhile, they served alcohol in the White House. Yeah. All the time. So, fuck off. Well, what we need is bigger government. That'll, that'll <laughs> fix the problem. Solve these problems. All right. Where's so- Carly Russell? <laughs> Any updates? <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. Okay. We'll keep that ticker going, though. Yeah. All right, so going back to our first candidate on my list of political candidates that are running for president. This will be fun, Um, because you've researched and I haven't. (laughs) Isn't that nice? I know. (laughs) Uh, What else is Biden up to? He's also actively waging war on his... The world's biggest nuclear superpower. Well, I was going to say before you really interrupted me (laughs) that uh, he was waging war on his domestic enemies. Right. Here. He's waging war on the world's biggest superpower also. He recently just mobilized troops. He called in the reserves to have them be ready for, I think the, the what was the name of the operation, like uh, Europe Defense or mm-hmm. whatever, the, the, to go to Europe and be on the alert in case a war breaks out. You know, I don't know how that could happen. But just in case mm-hmm. a war breaks out in Europe. These guys are going to be ready to go. Well, in NATO, a NATO country. And to add to what you're saying is, uh, I actually <laughs> like a maniac. Someone sent me something. And I actually ended up researching it. I was looking at the Department of Defense, the Pentagon budget for uh, the military. It typically goes up somewhere between two and three percent a year. It's projected in 2024 to uh, be inflated by over 10 percent. Wow! With a line with line items for Ukraine. Does that include cluster bombs? Uh, we already sent those over. So okay, it could so be probably more, more cluster bombs. Well, there you go. Yeah, that's, that's, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Well, no, because remember we are saying that NATO doesn't allow cluster bombs, and we're saying that that would be an act of war if someone used cluster bombs. But America does, and Ukraine's not in NATO. Not man, like so. recent. We haven't done it recently. We haven't. No, no, we wouldn't do that. Yeah. We wouldn't do that in. Well, we wouldn't do it. That's why we gave them to Ukraine. Like, look, we. These things are barbaric, and they're against NATO protocols. And you guys, are, you guys aren't in NATO yet, yep. so <laughs> have at it. He's also trying to get Ukraine into NATO, which yes, the day that happens would trigger World War III. Yep. The rules are, if someone attacks a NATO country, everyone else in NATO mobilizes and defends them. Mm-hmm. So by trying to get Ukraine into NATO during a conflict, which is against the NATO protocols, you can't be... A, uh, inducted into NATO if you have a current border dispute happening, and apparently has to be unanimous. Thank God it wasn't, because he was trying to get Ukraine into NATO 
recently, last week when they were having their yeah. summit. And it didn't happen, which saved us all from nuclear holocaust. Mm-hmm. Thank God. By the grace of God, that happened. And this isn't ageism, but the dude is 82 years old. Mm-hmm. That's another really important point about this guy that's running for president. Not that he's just 82 years old. He is a dysfunctional 82-year-old. Right. I know 82-year-olds. I know people in their 80s that are still pretty with it. Right. He is not with it. No. So uh, I know someone in my family who's not even 82 and is not with it. Right. Right. I know teenagers. I was like, it's <laughs> <kid's> a moron. <laughs> yeah, what are you, 82? <laughs> I don't get it. Along with this, this old age and the senility that he has comes volatility, which is terrifying, mm-hmm. right? And, you know, he's, he's doing things that we didn't anticipate. When he ran for president, he didn't run on a platform of going to war with Ukraine. And his, and his own country. And his own country. Right. Right? So it's not like, well, you voted for it. It's like, no, we didn't vote for a war in Ukraine. We didn't vote for a war on this boogeyman of domestic extremism right. that no one actually proves. If you ever try to fact check something that uh, someone like him said, then all they do in these Politico fact checks or whatever is they go, well, the FBI says that domestic extremism is the number one threat to America. The FBI oh, also is, wonderful. is responsible for the largest mass shooting, mass murder in U.S. history at Waco. Yes. What else has what else is the FBI saying these days? The FBI also has framed multiple people for crimes that they wouldn't otherwise have committed. They framed terrorists in the United States. They find people and convince them to be actual like Muslim extremists in the United States. Yeah, they just, Everything they do they, as an organization is a lie or some some shaded version of a lie. So anyways, so that's that's the main guy that's running right now. He is the incumbent. Who, is, that a, is that a helicopter outside here? <laughs> <laughs> Incumbents tend to win um, presidential elections and yep. Senate races and House seats. That is, of course, unless they face a primary challenger. So no president has ever lost a primary. But every president in the United States in history that has been challenged by a strong primary opponent has gone on to lose the general election. Okay. I I actually remember recently hearing this detail. I'm just quoting what someone else said. Yeah. I didn't actually do the research, but you you trust me. Yeah. (laughs) So... That brings up our next candidate on the list, RFK Jr. Mm -hmm. This is a Democratic candidate in name, but is much more closely related to Donald Trump than he is to Joe Biden. Not related. Yeah, no, no. Gotcha. He's a candidate. Because he's not running against the Republicans. He's running against the establishment. Right. And he's made that very clear. I would agree with that. I almost think the guy doesn't really want to win. He just wants to make a, a huge impact. Get the message out there. Because he does not give a fuck. I've actually thought that myself. I mean, he'll say just whatever. Cameras are rolling, whatever. I'm going to say it Yeah, right now. Did you hear the most recent thing that he was accused of? About the COVID vax again, uh, was targeted for uh, Jews and Asians or something? What, what was he saying? No, he said that... Uh, 
the he thinks that or there's that's what Huffington Post said. So I don't yeah. know. Not that he thinks, but um, that the that the the vax could very well be have been targeted against whites and blacks and not Asians. Mm-hmm. And guess what he's basing this on? Hmm. What data? Really? Yeah. Who uses that anymore? I know. So antiquated. Yeah. Yeah. Turns out that uh, Asians were less affected. I think you meant white supremacy. (laughs) I'm sorry. Yeah, that's what I meant to say. Uh, But he made the just horrible mistake of saying Ashkenazi Jews were less likely to be affected than... um, uh, no, we're more likely to be affected by COVID than the the general population, mm-hmm. which um, obviously makes him a racist. And we need to talk about bioweapons. Well, I know a lot now about bioweapons because I've been doing a book on it for the past two and a half years, and um, uh, and you know the, the, what we the technology that we now have to develop these microbes, we have we've put hundreds of millions of dollars into uh, ethnically targeted microbes. The Chinese have done the same thing. In fact, COVID-19, there's an argument that it is ethnically targeted. COVID-19 attacks certain races um, disproportionately. The, uh, the, 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 the races that are most immune to COVID-19 are because of the, of the structure of the, of, um, the genetic structure of genetic differentials among different races of the, um, of the receptors, of the ACE2 receptor. Um, COVID-19 is targeted to attack uh, Caucasians and, uh, and, uh, and uh, black people. The people who are most immune are Ashkenazi Jews and uh, and Chinese. And but no, we don't. I had it a little bit wrong, but that is obviously because he said that because he's a flaming racist, right? <laughs> and uh, the you got to love the the retorts to it. Oh, here it is. Okay, uh, in an interview with ABC News, Rabbi Shumli Botiak. How the hell do you pronounce that name? Uh, Botich. Botiak. Botiak, founder of the World Values Network and a friend of Kennedy's, said that the two spoke candidly on Saturday about Kennedy's recent con- recent conspiracy theory remarks. I said, well, you know what, Bobby? I think the opposite is true. I witnessed the decimation of Ashkenazi, Ashkenazi Jews in the New York Hasidic community in Crown Heights. They lost 80 senior rabbis in the first month to COVID-19, March of 2020, all Ashkenazi Jews. Botox said, "Really? So your uh, <laughs> your evidence uh, that he was wrong is that you know eighty people that died. Oh well, God, I guess uh, whoever made that study with all that data that he was looking at must not have contacted you for your opinion. Yeah, not this on guy. It. So, um, all that is to say, uh, RFK is." saying shit like that and just does not give a shit. Yeah. Because I think he probably would rather not be assassinated, have his head blown off in public like his uncle, and therefore wouldn't mind if he didn't actually win. But he is trying to take down the establishment, and I, uh, I for one, appreciate that. And I think America 
does too. There's a reason he's doing so well right. in the polls. People are becoming more and more immune to the bullshit that the mainstream media is. Uh, they are, but at the same time, is you we have this kind of fracture that this divide happening. I mean, it's been happening for a long time, but now it's there's another divide happening kind of over closer on the left. We have people, someone like RFK. There's the people that were just doubled down. I think COVID was such a um, teachable moment for people. You know what I mean? You had like just regular people. Once you, once your kid can't go to school, like you really start take, sticking, taking stock of like who you support and who's making these decisions. And when you were looking around, like this is this is fucking nonsense. You know all the COVID theater that went on. There were so many like obvious things I think were indicators to people that like this is none of this stuff makes sense anymore. So I think there's that divide started happening, and then you have the Biden administration, Joe Biden, who's clearly just in the late stages of dementia. Like he he he's unfit to do anything. You can make the argument about whether the president actually makes any decisions or not, but you know if you don't think it's important at all, then well, why, why are we having an election at all? Like, who gives a shit? You know what I mean? <laughs> Just let people waltz in and out of the White House. Is, <clears throat> yeah. I think you've seen people that, like, and, you know, in a sidekick, that fucking cackling, fucking dimwit <laughs> Kamala Harris, who, okay, <laughs> for a story for another time, is they, they're looking at everything this administration done, and then with that fucking, that Sam Britton dude who steals women's fucking luggage and, and the, just the nonsense of just Dylan Mulvaney, you know, getting interviewed at the White House and getting all this attention and just have, like, everyday working people, although on the left, are looking at this like, what the fuck? Is, this is a clown show. This is a complete circus. And so then someone more sensible like RFK comes along, you know, like, he might have some ideas that are outside of the mainstream, especially when it comes to the deep state or, like, with vaccines, for example. But there's this divide now happening on the left where it's, like, dividing and the people that are kind of more, I would say, like, rationally based and are you know walking out the front door and going like things aren't making sense right now and i need to get back to a place where things make sense and that other side of that divide the people that are like ride or die biden kamala harris is that it's galvanizing them even more and it's the exact same behavior that we saw with the covid stuff that people that are still talking, still wearing masks, as you were saying, they're mm-hmm. still talking about the boosters. It's like, you, do you guys realize that you were lied to? You guys don't realize that yet? Like, it's, I understand, there's nothing wrong with saying that you bought into it or whatever, or just don't say anything at all. But instead, they dig their heels in. It's their fucking, as we're also talking about, it's their narcissism. They're like, nope, nope. And now I need to be even more outspoken and more fucking outlandish and like m- more kind of vocal about like how I support all this like bullshit fucking woke nonsense is coming out of the, the administration. What's also happening is everyone is taking someone like Kennedy and saying, oh, don't platform him. Don't you, you can't debate him. You can't argue with him because that's just, you know, playing into the conspiracy theorists you can't debate handbook anyone. And so they are going to they're they're building this case to isolate Biden again mm-hmm. and not make him have to debate. Yeah. I mean Colonel Douglas McGregor says we're not even having an election, so maybe all this is for... I, dude, I think we should talk about that because you and I have, you you brought that up. I kind of looked into it a little bit, and I go and I really started thinking, there's, I'm definitely entertaining it as a possibility at this okay. point. Okay, well, we're not doing that on this episode. Okay. We're keeping it light. Okay. <laughs> More good news. <laughs> no, How's Larry Nasser doing? God. <laughs> Still kicking. <laughs> oh, God damn it. I know. 
Ah, sorry. So, uh, yeah. So, yeah, they're not going to – there's no way RFK debates Joe Biden. No, they won't let it happen. But RFK is gaining a lot of steam. You're right. He is dividing people up, but he's dividing people that, without him in the picture, are voting for Biden over Trump every day of the week. Yeah. Now that RFK is in the picture, though, he is dividing that right. vote up, and Biden's going to take a big hit yeah. during these uh, the, during the primary. Yeah, all right. He probably will win, but he's going to come out of that wounded. Yeah, all right. So that brings me to the Republicans. Okay. All right. Who do we got? I'm vaguely aware of this. So, I, I, are you aware I, of the? I, I, I got a good. Good handle on it, actually. Okay, you're aware of the uh, the thing that happened last. I think it was last Friday. The with, town hall. Yeah. Yes. It wasn't. It wasn't a town hall. Or a, as a uh, what do they with, call with, it? Uh, Tucker Carlson. Yeah, yeah. On the blaze. Yep. Um. Jesus, did I erase my notes? Um. They uh. They had this this town this assembly of all of the Republican mm-hmm. candidates except for Trump who didn't show up, which was probably I mean in my opinion as a political pundit a good move. Yeah, and if I was Nikki Haley, the, the, uh, the dude's Tim holding Scott, rallies for like fifty thousand people. Yeah, like every night. I, don't think I mean, what what you all you can only lose. Right, you can't win in this situation. I mean, you can get out alive, I think, in that situation. Yeah. Um, and if I was Nikki Haley, Mike Pence, and Tim Scott, I wouldn't have shown up because Tucker Carlson hosted this thing. Yeah, and if you paid attention to anything about Tucker Carlson lately, you know that he is not your guy. Yeah, he does not like you, and he's really, really good at his job. And furthermore. He also doesn't have a job anymore, which means he doesn't have a boss, which a lot means of- he can say whatever the fuck he <laughs> and wants. And he's got a lot of time on his hands. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of money. And a lot of people to do research. Exactly. All right. So first up, uh, so those three people that I mentioned, he absolutely trashed. He trashed Nikki Haley. Who so is Nikki Haley for you. Can I make a guess uh-huh. on some of these? I'm get- Oh, see, that's what I was going to guess. It was on Ukraine? He got all of them on... On well, Ukraine. Yeah, he got all of them yeah. on Ukraine. That would have been my this guess. This is Nikki Haley on Ukraine. Some of the other hopefuls have kind of you know, waxed and waned a little bit. What do you make of the fact that 49 Democrats are now rebelling against Biden by voting against his plan to send the controversial cluster bombs to Ukraine? If you look at cluster bombs, I mean, they, first of all, the U.S. has never banned cluster bombs. So they, you know, we haven't done that here in the United States. They have been banned in other countries. But if you look at like Iran's cluster bombs, they're much more dangerous. America's cluster bombs are actually safer. Um, We have a very small percentage of those that are dangerous. But more than that, that aside, Russia's using cluster bombs. Why wouldn't Ukraine use cluster bombs if they... Uh huh. Great logic. Uh, uh, <laughs> right. Okay. So Tucker tore her apart on that. Yeah. Um. Here's our boy Mike Pence. <laughs> How do you do that night? 
I believe all three of these people no longer have political careers. <laughs> We're going to build on that an economic stimulus package that will bring us through this time. And, and when we are through the coronavirus, as the president said again today, we know this economy will come roaring back, Sean. I mean, all the fundamentals are there. And the best thing we can do for the economy uh, is what the president called on every American to do yesterday in the, in the 15 days to slow the spread. Uh, the more we can do, every single one of us, to prevent what the year spread is this in from? our family, <laughs> in our community, <laughs> okay. at our place of work, the sooner we will be through this. It will still be weeks and months to go, but we can lessen the impact of the coronavirus in the weeks and months ahead. Uh, we can save lives. And as the president said, uh, when, when we defeat the coronavirus uh, in the United States, uh, this economy will come roaring back. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> How'd that work out? <laughs> oh, dude, is it? This is that what we were talking about last episode, is when these people, because now you listen to what they're saying now, and you say, well, no, I never supported this. I never you know, thought that. I never, you know, supported this bill or this this stimulus package or or the lockdown, you know, all the stuff that turned out to be wrong or turned out to not work out. And it's just like, whoa. Yeah. Well, we just plugged in the old-fashioned Wayback Machine, and <laughs> here you are. <laughs> so, uh, and then Tim Scott, I wanted to show just a video of him being dumb, but you can't find anything on Tim Scott because everything in America is about race now. Mm-hmm. And so because he had the audacity to say that racism was not really a big deal, mm-hmm. any video, I swear to you, I looked, it's, <laughs> I looked for a long time, every fucking video was about him basically you know, refuting the idea that racism holds yeah. people back. So I didn't have a kitschy little video to show you on him. Um, so all three of them were destroyed by Tucker Carlson at this forum. I did, uh, at I did this hear forum. some of those clips. Now, at this candidate forum, it's, it's interesting because these people, they didn't get canceled by Democrats. They didn't get canceled by woke culture. They didn't have some scandal that canceled them. They got canceled by Tucker Carlson, who was talking about, he's a very popular guy. Yeah. One might say the most popular news guy in the world. I would say that's true. He's popular because he says a lot of things that people agree with. I mean, that might be shocking to you, but that's the reason. And one of the main things that people in America agree on is that we should not be going to war with Russia, mm-hmm. a nu- the heavily, most heavily nuclear armed country in the world. Right. And that was the thing that he grilled all of them. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. But this one's different. <laughs> exactly. Well, yeah. Our cluster bombs are not <laughs> dangerous. Not da- Iran. <laughs> oh, fuck. Have you seen their cluster bombs? <laughs> Terrible. Can't believe they like children play around those things. So, um, they're done. I don't see them as actually, you know, they're they're pretty low in the polls right now, and it's yeah. it's they're going nowhere. I heard down. Desantis mildly weathered the storm. Yeah, Desantis uh, weathered the the Tucker storm by just being kind of slick. Um, yeah, but he's not doing great in the polls right now. Right, I saw and that. And he recently fired a bunch of his staff after those polls came out. Yeah, he, yeah, he cleaned out. So he was doing great for a while. Yeah. And then once he got in the race, it just kind of the, the wind came out of his sails and just started to fall in the polls. And um, 
it doesn't look good for DeSantis. Let me ask you this. On a scale of 1 to 10, how going into this upcoming election, although what, what, is, your, what is your choice? Because you listen to, I mean, Tucker grilled all of the potential candidates on this issue. And, I mean, with the Democrat side, it's a foregone conclusion pretty much. And so you go like... In this, terms of U- Ukraine? Oh, you mean Ukraine. who the candidate's going to be? Right. Yeah. No, or, or who the candidates can be and what their stance is going to be on Ukraine. I'm using those two things synonymous. Well, they are because Joe Biden has one position on Ukraine and... Yeah, Kennedy but you're saying like if the... But know, I think Biden's going to win. Right. Yeah. And so, and then everyone... And th- this is... Uh, this drives me crazy because when you talk to people and they... I'm a, I hate Republicans and blah, 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 blah. And I hate Democrats. I'm like, dude, they're the same fucking people. There's no... There's like a five-degree difference between them. Because so, like, what's your issue... I don't want to go to World War III. Like, I can't think of a more important issue right now. I can't think of, like, anything. If I could have, like, one issue going into elections, like, I would, I would really, I don't want my kid being shipped off to a fucking nuclear holocaust somewhere. Yeah. And you're like, oh, so you vote in Democrat or Republican. Like, I, they're, they're all in agreement. They're all in agreement on it. They might, like, they might spin it a different way, but not one of them came out and said, like, I would end this conflict in Ukraine. Well, that brings me to Vivek Ramaswamy. Now we're talking. Because this guy is far and away, hands down, the best candidate that's running for president. I actually right listened now. to quite a few talks with this guy, and I was pretty impressed. Yeah. He is the shit, I think. But beer? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't give me the universal sign. <laughs> My hand shaking. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Ding. All right. Um, Vivek is running for the Republican nomination, and he is the best candidate. He is good on everything. I haven't found a flaw in. He's definitely what he the most. Says. Definitely the most intelligent. By the far, guy's insanely intelligent. Yeah, I mean, if he's, I mean, Repu- uh, candidates. But politicians say things and do other things. So right. I'm not saying I know he's going to be good, but we don't have anything else to base it on except mm-hmm. what he's saying. And also, can we do any worse? <laughs> totally. Here's the problem, though. He's not white. I- <laughs> oh, are we recording? <laughs> he's a Negro. Oh, what's that? Oh, he's Indian. Okay, my bad. He is too... He's too like nice and reasonable. Mm. And I said when I started this, those that are not useful weapons in politics. This is the most important election of our lifetimes. And I'm not saying that because I'm trying to sell people on politics. This is the first time Matt and I have ever done this, but mm-hmm. we don't really tend to go deep. But and I'm not doing it because it's especially important. I'm doing it just for fun. Um, the, <laughs> fun it is. <laughs> the the thing about this election, though, everyone feels how important this is. Look, if 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 let's just say I got elected president, mm-hmm. and there was a Congress, oh god, that next was door made was, up next door of, would be amazing. <laughs> there was a Freedom Caucus that was running both sides of of Congress, people that really cared about. 
the truth and liberty and freedom and as much as I think that they those guys right. embody that more than I've ever seen. There would be people going to jail over COVID. There would be people going to jail over Ukraine. All yeah. right. There is going to be hell to pay. Right. If someone like me gets elected president. Yeah. And the same is true on the other side. If the Democrats get elected again, there's going to be hell to pay. Joe Biden has already said what the biggest problem in America is, and it's it's you, dear listener. Right. right? You are the fucking problem, okay? So people know that it is fucking on, and this has to be, there is going to be a battle, and whoever wins has to just, just rape and pillage. And Vivek Ramaswamy is not mm. that guy. And as much as I think he is the right guy of all the people that are running, he is we not. We don't need the right guy right now. That's what we people. Need the right guy for right now. I mean, Donald Trump is the embodiment of that spirit. All right. And so Donald Trump is going to, I think, be the guy that wins this election, this, that, for this nomination for the Republican you Party. You think so? I, I do. That's I, what I think. I, I don't think the establishment is going to let that happen. Unless something like that happens. Yeah. Okay. Now, let's just say that the uh, the establishment does let that happen. We're going to end up with Donald Trump versus Joe Biden. Unless. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got something going on. Unless. Um, okay. Where was I? Unless, <laughs> do you recall the basic story of how Gerald Ford became president? Uh, I'd have to think for a second, but yes. Just the basics. Yeah, I kind of know the bare bones. Right. So he was, uh, he was in government. Right. He was in the house. Mm-hmm. He got appointed to the Warren Commission. Mm-hmm which he uh, later on in life said there was no problem with any of the re- conclusions that the Warren Commission came up with. It was all A-OK. Um, Spiro Agnew, Richard Nixon's vice president. Best name in politics, too. Totally. Was forced to resign. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the Congress forced Richard Nixon to appoint Gerald Ford right, his vice president. It wasn't who... Nixon wanted. Right. Then, as we all know, Nixon resigned. Lo and behold, Gerald Ford, former Warren Commission participant, was our president. And as a side note, formed the Church Commission, which uh, declassified all the MK Ultra documents. Who did? Ford. Oh, really? Yeah. He formed the Church Commission. Uh, well, no. <laughs> <laughs> it was under his administration, though. Interesting. Yeah. All right, so I think the Democrats would like no one else than the slickest, slimiest, most smooth-talking, corrupt... Most American psychoist, <laughs> evil 
not good at his job. Neck so skinny, you feel like you could wrap one hand around it. Politician. Talks with his thumbs. <laughs> does that pointy thing with his thumbs. Known as... Gavin Newsom. To be the president of the United States. Dang, dude. So... Well, I know this. I know that... I didn't think about that's how it would happen. Let me rephrase that. I think I don't think that they want Gavin Newsom necessarily to be the guy, but Gavin Newsom is the perfect right guy. If they could have their will, they'd probably have Obama be the guy or Michelle Obama be the the guy. Pun intended or no? Nope. <laughs> Not a Freudian you, slip. You beat me. You beat me to my joke. <laughs> I was saying, why can't we try a woman for president? <laughs> Oh, did I say guy? My bad. Um, but Gavin Newsom is the man. So, mm. in order for Gavin Newsom to become president, what has to happen? Okay. He would. Well, so let's follow the, the Biden, Gerald Ford Biden uh, uh, model. So what happens? Biden has to resign. No, the vice president has to resign. The vice president has to resign. Yes. And then, so, how would the vice president, the current vice president, resign? Well, the current vice president, all we really know about her is what? That she's just, like... Not very bright. Right. And has some of the lowest approval ratings in her own state where she came from, (laughs) particularly. But some of the lowest approval ratings, I mean, she almost has the same approval ratings as Congress. Yeah. Which is pretty dismal. She, there would have to be some corruption or something. Now, Spiro Agnew, who had to re- had to resign in order for Ford to take his place, went to his grave swearing that he never did anything wrong. Right. He even wrote a book that was called something like Richard Nixon is Trying to Kill Me, or <laughs> which I should read on Blinkist. Um, so Kamala needs to have some sort of, Scandal. Mm-hmm. Well, she has had scandals in her past. Are they going to plant child porn on her computer? They don't need to. Ah. Because when Kamala Harris was the DA in San Francisco, mm-hmm. do you know about the uh, the scandal that she was involved in? Uh, is this the one where she buried a bunch of evidence to put uh, particularly people of color, interesting enough, behind bars for inordinate amounts of time? Yes. Yeah. What that evidence was was there was a lab technician at the right. police department who was skimming coke off of the top of all of the coke that came through the evidence room. Yeah. And that person was then either, you know, probably selling that coke, all right? Mm-hmm. So or Kamala, doing a lot of drugs <laughs> or doing more than any human like, should Jesus, ever. Jesus, dude, your dad the president, slow the fuck down. <laughs> <laughs> so Kamala buries this evidence to defend this drug dealer. This is Kamala Harris, by the way, drug warrior, who put thousands of people away, ruined thousands of people's lives. Nonviolent drug offenders in cages for decades. But when it came to her friend, someone that she knew and liked and probably could get favors from, she decided to just ignore it, right? Well, this came out, and she got into some trouble for it, right? The Democratic machine did what it does, and it, it all kind of got swept under the rug. Here's, here's my advice to you lefties. If you ever find yourself in a bind, 
Give Willie Brown a lot of blowjobs, and he will get you out of that bind. I'm not sure that's the best advice anymore, Matt. (laughs) (laughs) Is he dead? He will be. Yes. I'm sorry about that. All right, so... Are we going back in the necrophilia? <laughs> I don't think he's dead. Okay, I'm just saying if he was. I just don't think it'd be a good segue, because we could go back into that stuff. <laughs> I don't think he could do anything for you now. It'd be like, oh, oh thanks. Now, what was it that you wanted me to do for you? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I don't know those people anymore. <laughs> so, Kamala. <laughs> um, if this was to happen, they would need to come up with some sort of a scandal where they could get... Kamala to resign. Mm-hmm. Right? She already has one scandal. I don't know they can just dredge that up out of the blue, right? I mean, she's not going to resign over that. She's already kind of gotten over it. Right. She dodged that bullet. Yeah. Just where this was found. It was found, um, by my observation, in a much more secure place, limited access place, than that West Wing reception area. Still- Sorry, this clip is... Talking about the cocaine that was found in the White House. Yeah. Publicly trafficked, a frequently trafficked place, but it's down near the Situation Room, right off West Executive, down below. And normal people, just average people, just can't get in there, even with the entry from the Northwest Gate. So the White House told us that the coke was found in a place where tourists frequent. Right. That turned out to not be true, right? That was a lie. Yeah. The White House lied to us about this cocaine. They lied to us? Yes. That's disappointing. Isn't it? That's not the U.S. government that I know. (laughs) I find that just so, like, brazen. They feel at this point that they can just lie with impunity and not really even have to bother with an explanation. There's no explanation for, this is a seven days old clip. I have not heard an explanation of why they lied. No, they, not, told, they they didn't make a mistake. They told us to fucking pound sand. Exactly. Yeah. And they feel like that because they can. Exactly. All right, so check this out. There, even with the entry from the Northwest Gate. Well, let me, let me bring you up to date with the reporting that I have. What we have learned is that there are, in fact, two West Wing entrances. You know that. I know that. But for the benefit of our audience. And now the investigation has progressed. And so they're saying the West Executive entrance, which, as you noted, is closer to the Situation Room and closer uh, to uh, the Navy Mess, where there's the facilities for food and so forth. It is uh, also next to West Executive Drive. That's where, for example, the vice president's vehicle is parked. You know what's the best part? One of the more, like, people gloss over this all the time, but the most interesting thing that that people don't know about our U.S. government is that they have the Situation Room, which people think is to do strategic planning. That's actually where the situation from Jersey Shore, that's where he sleeps. He has a room in the White House. A lot of people don't know that. So I'm just saying, for the people that don't brush up on U.S. government, it's just something to kind of think about. Yeah, thanks for that. Yeah, thank you. Did you hear the last part of that? <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> and I blanked out after the situation. Executive drive. That's where, for example, the vice president's vehicle is parked. So we were told that this Coke was in one room. Mm-hmm. Now we're being told, uh, actually, it wasn't even on that same floor. It was down in the fucking parking garage next to the vice president's car. Does that a whoops? Like, ugh, 
Did I say the room in the west? In the East Wing, I meant the parking garage in the basement next to Kamala Harris's car. My bad. But to be fair, this is this clip was from the. Let me look. Is this Alex Jones show? Uh, oh, MSNBC. Ah, the far right wing MSNBC. Okay. Well, I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there. It seems to me that if a scandal you want, a scandal they will provide for. Getting the vice president to resign in order to, I don't know, implement their plan, you know, appoint somebody else. They appoint Gavin Newsom. Then how hard is it to imagine Joe Biden having, I just, I mean, Joe Biden could just not show up one morning. Yeah. And it, you'd just be like, well, he's done. Yeah. Everyone was I'm just out. Shrug. Yeah. It's like, well, he is 82. I mean, what are you going to do? I was going to end it on that. But something occurred to me. Yeah. And I was talking to uh, our friend. You got my brain spinning right now. I didn't, like, (laughs) politics is so, like, just devious and just evil. This is happening. Yeah. And when you talk about. This is what's happening. Yeah. And and when you talk about, like, uh, some of these guys being too nice for politics or too, like, straight by the book. Like, my my ideas are solid. And this is, like, how we're going to rebuild this nation. Yeah. It's like, that's that's, that's not the game we're we're playing. It's like. Getting in a fight, like, well, we're going to stand up like gentlemen. And that guy starts biting you in the dick. You're like, right. oh, shit. I didn't, like, this wasn't <laughs> part of my plan. Like, this is kind of like what we're dealing with right now. Exactly. And now when you see this stuff coming on MSNBC, this is because it's ter- the, the thought of having a president that's going to California, the rest of the country, is fucking terrifying to me. I told this to our buddy, their, our insurance uh, executive. Mm-hmm. And uh, on the phone today, and he he kind of threw up in his mouth because he. <laughs> I told it he literally made a sound like, "Oh God," the thought of <laughs> Gavin Newsom becoming president. But here, let me just leave you guys with this: there is a silver lining. Okay, if Gavin Newsom becomes president of the United States, are you actually going to carry through on some good news on this podcast? Finally, he will no longer be our governor. <laughs> I'm in the building and I'm feeling myself. I'm feeling myself. I'm in the building and I'm feeling myself. She's in the building and she's feeling herself. She's looking bad, but I'm willing to help. Stop it, baby, you're killing yourself. Come on, I got your back, you can chill in my delt. I'm feeling myself too. Man, just imagine some of the things we can do. You under me, me under you. Then we can catch the liquor stove before two. We can hit my nigga, go get some shrooms. And if you still want to kick it, we can go get a room. It won't cost you much, I'm a good buy. Dick on discount, bitch, goodbye. I look like Mr. Frank, fuck for free. No dough, ho, you can't fuck with me. Get the fuck out, bitch, you still in my doubt? You're full of shit, and I'm feeling myself. I'm in a building, and I'm feeling myself. I'm feeling myself. I'm in a building, and I'm feeling myself.